Hello everybody, I'm Dr. Armen, Professor Armen Astvatsatrian from Yerevan, Armenia, and today we will talk about electrocardiography and cardiac conduction system. So I remind you that uh, there is a visual guide to this lecture with the same name, uh, electrocardiography and its correlation with uh, electrocardiography that you could find on my channel healthcare and education okay so this is a just lecture without visual guides so about ECG <clears throat> once again uh, what is ECG the standard electrocardiogram ECG provides 12 different vector views of the heart's electrical I signal you electrical activity as reflected by electric potential differences between positive and negative electrodes placed on the limbs and the chest wall. Six of these views are vertical, using frontal leads, one, two, and three, and limb leads, AVR, AVL, to right, left, and foot, AV and AV foot, and AVF. And six are horizontal, okay, using pericordial leads, V1, 2v6 so v1 v2 v3 v4 v5 and v6 so the 12th lead ecg is crucial for establishing many cardiac diagnoses so all of them you can see in the visual guide of this lecture huh? so electric uh, uh, cardiac conduction system and its correlations with your relation with uh, electrocardiography so, 12 leading ECGs is crucial for establishing many cardiac disorders, including arrhythmias, myocardial ischemia, uh, atrial enlargement, ventricular hypertrophy, uh, also see in a visual guide to this lecture, uh, cardiac conduction system and its relation with electrocardiography. So, arrhythmias, myocardial ischemia, atrial enlargement, ventricular hypertrophy, and uh, conditions that predispose to syncope of sudden death, for example, Wolf-Parkinson syndrome, Long QT syndrome, Brugada syndrome, etc. For more information, we will talk about overview of arrhythmia. We will talk about overview of arrhythmia. So why not? I'll put okay link to uh, overview of arrhythmia, right? Overview of arrhythmia. Okay, some words about st uh, standard, about standard ECG components. By convention, the ECG tracing is divided into the P-wave, PR interval, QRS complex, QT interval, ST segment, T-wave, and U-wave, or U-wave, uh, just in classic situation. So, uh, electrocardiography waves are also shown in my presentation, in my uh, in this in visual guide to this lecture huh? electrocardiography waves p wave as activation of the polarization of atria so all of them you can see in uh, i repeat you for a third time in my presentation visual guide to this lecture cardiac conduction system and its relation or, or correlation i don't remember if remembered fails me not not failed me doesn't fail me uh, cardiac conduction system and its relation or correlation with electrocardiography. 
So anyway, P wave, what is P wave? The P wave represents atrial depolarization. It's upright in, it's upright in most leads except AVR. It may be biphasic in leads uh, 2 and V1 and initial component represents right atrial activity and second component represents left, left atrial activity. An increase in amplitude of either or both components occurs with atrial, uh, obviously, atrial enlargement. Right atrial enlargement produces a P wave more than 2 mm in leads 2, 3 and uh, AVF, so-called pulmonale. Per pulmonale. Uh, left atrial enlargement produces in P wave that is broad and double picked in lead 2, per mitrale. Normally, the P, P axis is between 0 to 75 degree. So, PR interval. Uh, PR interval is the time between uh, onset of atrial depolarization and onset. So, depolarization is contraction. Huh? So, when I say depolarization, you understand. Depolarization is a physical term, electrical term, and you understand that in uh, visual techniques you see contraction. You understand contraction. So, the PR interval is the time between atrial depolarization, so atrial contraction, and onset of ventricle depolarization. So, ventricle depolarization is ventricle contraction. Normally, it's uh, 0 0.10 to 0 0.20 seconds. Uh, prolongation defines various degree atrioventricular block that we call the we talk about heart block. I don't remember. Okay, anyway, QRS complex. QRS complex represents ventricular depolarization. So I say depolarization, you understand contraction. Or I said contraction, you understand depolarization on electro electrocardiography. The Q wave is the initial the download deflection. Normal key waves late uh, less than 0 0.05 seconds in null leads, except V1, 2, V3, normally, in which any Q wave is in which any Q wave in V1 to V3 considered abnormal, so indicating indicating sorry, so indicating past of current. So past or current myocardial infarction in V1 to V3. <coughs> so the air wave is the first upward deflection criteria. Uh, so this deflection, oh, okay, uh, deformation if you want. Where is it? Okay, so the uh, Airwave is the first upward deflection of criteria for normal height or size are not absolute. Not absolute. But taller airwaves may be caused, may be caused by ventricular hypertrophy. And second upward deflection in a QRS complex is designated air, uh, air point. Or R1. The S wave in the second downward deflection if there is a Q wave and the first downward deflection if not. So the QRS complex may be air alone 
QS, so no R. Uh, RS, no Q, or RS, R1, depending on, uh, or RS, R prime, uh, depending on the ECG lead, vector, and presence of heart disorders. So the normally, the QRS interval is 0.07 to 0.10 uh, seconds. An interval of 0.10 to 0.11 second is considered incomplete bundle branch block or uh, non-specific intraventricular conduction delay, but non-specific, depending on QRS morphology. An interval more than 0.12 seconds is considered of complete bundle branch block or intraventricular conduction delay. Normally, the QRS axis is uh, 990 degree to uh, minus 30 degree, 30, 30 degree. An axis of minus 30 degree to minus 90 degree is considered as left axis deviation. And the QRS in left uh, anterior vascular block so uh, minus 60 degree and inferior inferior myocardial infarction uh, an axis of 90 degree to 180 degree is considered right axis deviation it occurs it occurs in any condition that increases pulmonary pressures and causes right ventricle hypertrophy so corpulmonale pulmonale in COPD, huh? acute pulmonary embolism, pulmonary hypertension, and it sometimes, sometimes occurs in right bundle branch block or left posterior fascicular, uh, fascicular block. So QT interval, the QT interval is the time between onset of ventricle depolarization, understand contraction, and end of ventricle, ventricle repolarization. The Q interval must be must be corrected for a heart rate using the special formula. And QT is uh, divided QT on RR, where QTC is correlated. QT correlated are correlated are corrected. QT interval and RR interval is the time between two QRS complexes. So, an intervals are recorded in seconds. QT prolongation. QT correlated prolongation is strongly implicated in development of torso at the point ventricle tachycardia. So QT correlated is often difficult to calculate because the end of T wave is often unclear or followed by U wave, which with it merges. Numerous drugs <coughs> are implicated in prolonged in prolonged the QT interval. About ST, ST segment, ST segment uh, represents completed ventricle myocardial depolarization. Depolarization to completed ventricle myocardial depolarization. depolarization normally, it's horizontal uh, along the baseline of the pair or TP intervals or slightly off baseline. So, <coughs> ST segment elevation can be caused early repolarization. Early, early this is a phase of repolarization. Early repolarization, left ventricular hypertrophy, when we talk about 
ST segment elevation. Myocardial ischemia and infarction, a very obvious sign of myocardial infarction is ST segment elevation, left ventricle aneurysm, so after myocardial infarction, pericarditis, hyperkalemia, hypothermia, and pulmonary embolism. ST segment de depression can be caused by hypokalemia, digoxin, subendocardial ischemia, so also as elevation, as depression, this is signs of myocardial infarction, and reciprocal changes in acute myocardial infarction. For example, you've got a myocardial infarction in anterior wall, you've got a depression in a posterior wall as reciprocars in the mirror. We call it reciprocal changes in acute myocardial infarction. Uh, about T-wave, T-wave reflects ventricular repolarization. Ventricular repolarization, it usually takes the same direction as the QRS complex, concordance. Opposite polarity, discordance, may indicate past or current uh, infarction. The T-wave, not always, but can, but could. The, the T-wave is usually a smooth and rounded and round it, but <coughs> so let's continue to talk. So T wave, T wave reflects ventricular repolarization. It usually takes the same direction as the QRS complex concordance. Opposite polarity discordance may indicate past or current infarction. The T wave is usually smooth and rounded, uh, but may be of low amplitude in hypokalemia and hypo, hypomagnesemia and may be, may be tall and, and peaked in hyperkalemia, hypokalemia, uh, hypocalcemia, sorry, uh, hyperkalemia, hypocalcemia and left ventricle hypertrophy. So U-wave, U-wave appears commonly in patients who have um, hypokalemia, hypomagnesemia or ischemia and it's often present in healthy people. Specialized ECG tests. Uh, standard 12th ECG represents only a single brief period of cardiac activity. Enhanced techniques can provide additional information. So additional pericordial leads exists, exist. Additional pericordial uh, leads uh, are used to help diagnose right ventricle or posterior wall myocardial infarction. Right-sided leads are placed across the right side of the, of the chest. Uh, so right-sided leads are placed across the right, uh, the right side of the chest to mirror standard left-sided leads. They are uh, labeled V1R, so right, to V6R, so right, so V1, V1R to V1, to V2R, V3R, until V6R. Sometimes only V4R is used because it's the most, in the, on the apex, is the most sensitive, sensitive, sensitive for the right ventricle myocardial infarction. Additional left-sided leads can be placed in the fifth, fifth intercostal uh, space with uh, V7 as the posterior axillary line, V8 at uh, mid-scapular mid line, and V9 and the left at the left border of the spine, of the spine. These leads are rarely used, but it may help diagnose a, a true posterior myocardial infarction. An esophageal lead, uh, esophageal lead is much closer to the atria 
than surface leads. It's in an option when the presence of P waves on a standard recording is uncertain and when detecting atrial electrical activity is important, as when atrial of ventricle origin or white complex tachycardia must be differentiated, or when atrioventricular dissociation is suspected, an esophageal lead may also be used to monitor intraoperative myocardial ischemia to, to, or, ischemia, or to detect atrial activity during cardioplegia, 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 cardioplegia. Huh? So the lead is placed by having the patient swallow an electrode, which then connected to a standard ECG machine, often in the lead, in the lead second, in the lead second port. So signal averaging, a signal averaging of QRS waveform creates a digital composite of several hundred cardiac cycles to detect high frequency, low amplitude potentials and microcurrents at the terminal part of the QRS complex. These findings represent areas, areas uh, of slow conduction through abnormal myocardium, indicating increased risk of reentrant ventricular tachycardia. Signal average ECG is still largely a research technique, but it's occasionally used to assess risk of sudden cardiac deaths, example, for example, in patients with known significant heart disease. It seems most useful in identifying patients of low of a low risk of sudden death. It's valuable for identifying identifying patients of high risk uh, at, of, to identifying for identifying patients at uh, high risk of sudden death hasn't been uh, well established. Signal leverage is also being investigated in various other cardiac disorders, ranging from the postmyocardial infarction state and cardiomyopathy to Brugada syndrome and ventricular aneurysms to assess efficiency of surgery to correct the arrhythmia. The technique may also be useful for assessing the proarrhythmic defects of antiarrhythmic of antiarrhythmic drugs and for def uh, this detecting restriction of um, heart transplants. Signal average of uh, signal averaging of P waves is being studied as a way to identify patients at risk of atrial fibrillation. Continuous ester segment monitoring, the type of monitoring is used for early detection of ischemia and serious arrhythmias. So monitoring can be automated, dedicated electronic monitoring units are available or done clinically using serial ECGs. Applications include emergency department monitoring or of patients with crescendo angina, evaluation after percutaneous intervention, and intraoperative monitoring, and postoperative care. So QT dis dispersion, uh, QT dispersion, the difference between the longest and shortest QT intervals on a 12-lead ECG has been proposed as a measure of myocardial repolarization heterogeneity. heterogeneity. Increased depression more than one more than 100 milliseconds suggests electrically heterogeneous myocardium caused by ischemia or fibrosis. Fibrosis. So fibrosis with increased risk of reentral reentrant arrhythmias and sudden death. QT dispersion predicts mortality risks, but it's not widely measured because measurement error is common.
values in patients with and without disease overlap substantially. There is no reference standard and other validated risk predictor are, predictors are available. Uh, <coughs> about heart rate variability. So the measurement reflects the balance between sympathetic and parasympathetic vagal input to the heart. Decreased variabil variability suggests decreased vagal input and increased sympathetic input, which predict increased of arrhythmias and mortality. The most common measure of the variability is the mean uh, of the standard deviations of all normal error intervals in 24-hour ECGs recording. Heart rate variability is used primarily in research, but evidence suggests that it provides useful information about left ventricle dysfunction after myocardial infarction, heart failure, and hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Most Holter monitors have software, have software that measures and analyzes heart rate variability. Holter monitor. So Holter monitoring is in continuous monitoring and recording of ECG for 24 to 48 hours. It's useful for evaluating intermittent arrhythmias and secondarily the detecting, hyper, detecting hypertension. The Holter monitor is portable, enabling patients to participate in a, a normally daily activities. It may also be used for the sedentary hospitalized patients if automated monitoring is unavailable. Patients are asked to record symptoms and activities so they may, have, they may be correlated with events on the monitor. The Holter monitor does not automatically analyze the ECG data. A physician does so at a later date. Uh, event recorders are worn uh, for up to 30 days and can detect infrequent rhythm dis disturbances that 24-hour Holter monitor monitoring may miss. The Recorder may operate continuously and also be activated by the patient when symptoms occur. A memory loop enables information to be stored for seconds or minutes before and after activation. The patient can transmit ECG data by telephone or satellite. So telephone or satellite to be read by a physician can some recorders automatically transmit serious events. If patients have serious events, for example, syncope at intervals of more than 30 days, an event recorder may be placed subcutaneously, implantable loop recorder. It can be activated by a small mag magnet, but battery life for subcutaneous recorders is several years. Uh, wireless adhesive monitor, a new, new uh, option for a single-channel rhythm monitoring is a small adhesive water-resistant wireless and disposable device worn on the chest. One type of this device continuously records cardiac rhythm for up to two weeks. Another similar device functions as an event recorder. A patient pushes a button, push, pushes a button on the device when experiencing any potential arrhythmia-related symptoms, for example, palpitations, dizziness, etc. To record stored ECG data, 45 seconds before the event plus 
15 seconds, one, five, 15 seconds after the event. However, unlike event recorders, uh, automated real-time reporting is not available. So I, uh, it's enough for electrocardiography for today. So I, once again, I want to say you that there is a visual guide to this lecture. Cars conduction system and its relation with electrocardiography that you can find that you can find uh, in my healthcare and education channel. So thank you for your attention. Uh, don't forget to subscribe for following for to follow uh, our channel. And if it's possible to support our channel, don't forget to do it uh, for your donates. Thank you for your donates and you can find MasterCard of our healthcare education channel in subscription of this video. So goodbye and see you.